This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You are listening to The City Vent, proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company, supplying your new and used cars. Find us at westviewmotorcompany.co.uk. Hello everybody, uh, good morning and welcome to uh, another space with the City event. Um, this one is a playoff special to preview the Carlisle um, home leg in the playoffs in League 2. Um, got a bit of an agenda I'm going to try and stick to today. Obviously we're going to get as many speakers on that want to come on and speak to us. Uh, but there is a few bits that we sort of want to touch on uh, because we won't be doing a podcast. This will be the only sort of uh, outlet uh, that we'll have, um, to be fair, um, before we play Carlisle. So um, if you do want to come on as a speaker, put a request in and I shall get you on. Um, before we do start speaking to anybody, um, we are going to speak to, hopefully, uh, Bradford's Latin American um, supporters group. A uh, chap called Ivo is going to join us on that. So hopefully he's going to come on in the next few moments and we'll start with him. I also want to speak about the tickets, um, including ours, what we've sold away tickets as well. Um, we'll touch on lineups. We'll touch on, obviously, the Carlisle game, what we think is going to happen. Are they a bogey team or they're not? Um, and we'll speak about Mark Hughes going to Birmingham City as well. So, um, first off, uh, Chris, I've seen you requested, mate, but I'm just going to wait for Ivo first. Uh, I will accept you, uh, but if you can just stay quiet, I know it's hard for you. If you can stay stay quiet for now, mate, um, and I'll get you on as soon as we spoke to him, if that's okay, buddy. Um, but he's not joined us yet, so in the meantime, we'll just have a quick natter with Andy if he's going to join me. Hey there, Andy. Chris, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you, mate, yeah. Nice one. Cheers, buddy. I think Andy were meant to be coming on with me, but he's decided against it. Um, have you? Are you free for a bit longer, Chris, yeah? Yeah. This morning. Right, I'll bring you back in in a minute, mate. I'm going to um, get Ivo on first, just to speak about um, his views, if that's all right. Yeah, sure, mate. Cheers, matey. Um, Ivo, are you there, pal? I am, I am. Good man. Um, so, uh, I'll quickly introduce you and then we'll, I'll ask you some questions if that's all right. Okay, no problem. 
To be fair, though, I imagine from people listening to this, or if they are looking at the moment, they'll see your um, your little logo on your account, and you're the guy who puts all the uh, highlights <laughs> on. So I think that's what you're famously known on is that in our, in our fan base that as soon as we score a goal, you're the first you're the first people to get it yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, first of all, I guess f- uh, from my perspective, and I'm sure other people want to know why Bradford City. Oh, so when we played Chelsea. In 2015, I was a little kid, messy lover. I hated Mourinho. So after after that game, I said, "Okay, I like this team because a, a third division team beating the Premier League team Chelsea and Mourinho." So, yep. so I, after that game, I started following results. And it was happening, you know. <laughs> yeah, love that, mate. And it's, it's it's not a bad way to get into it. And how old are you, Ivor? If you don't want me asking, I'm 19. 19, so what would you have been when we beat Chelsea? You'll have been, how many years ago is that now? Eight, 11 years old. So, yeah, I guess for you, uh, you, you're thinking, wow, you know, giant killers. Uh, What a game as well. What a game that was. Good good memories all around, mate. So, yeah, so you're over in England, aren't you, at the moment? Yes, I am. I am. And you went to the Orient game? I went to the Orient game and I will go to next Sunday game. Yes, and obviously you'll you'll so is this Sunday coming? You're not here for the away like are you? I think are you back? Uh, no, at home? no, I will be back. But of course, if you, if you go through to Wembley, I will have to come back. Yeah, you have to fly back. Yeah, but I love that. Um, so, what? Um, whereabouts are you from? Like, what? What's your sort of heritage? Where you are? I'm from Argentina. Yeah, whereabouts? Yeah, Rosario, the same city as Messi. Love it. So you're a massive Messi fan, obviously. <laughs> Um, and obviously, uh, the way that we look at it on Twitter, it seems like you've got a supporters group, but is it just you? Have you got a couple of mates dragged into it? Well, I started with a, a good friend of mine, but he was like more supporting me than the club. And yeah. now I'm doing it alone. Yeah. To be fair though, mate, as a Bradford City fan, as a fan sorry, you need people to support you because it's hard work at times. So you need that support network, you know, to keep you happy and keep you going a little yeah. bit. Uh, but no, no, I love that, mate. Um, so... Did you say you're going to fly back? So if you go home, you are going to get come back for Wembley. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And and is that just is that so easy for you to do? Can you get time off work just as easy? Or? Well, I mean, because I took a gap year after high school, and I'm living in Copenhagen, so it's not that far. Oh, right. Okay. So you, so you're in Europe anyway. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. So it's. I mean, I would stay to the second leg if I didn't have to work. But yep. I have to come to go back to Denmark and then come back here. Yep. Yeah, I love that. So it's, it's, it should be easy enough. And the flight's quite regular out as well to Copenhagen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in regards to your game experience at Orient, what did you do, if you don't mind me asking? What, was your, what did your day consist of when you came to watch Bradford City? If I understood the question, it's like... To... It's okay. So, do you know, when you watched the Orient game, yeah, when you yeah. came to watch the Bradford Leighton Orient, what did you do during the game? So, leading up to it, did you go out for a beer or something to yeah, eat? Yeah, or... we went to a pub before and after. So, it's yep. like uh, the TPO English English experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And during the game, of course, a pie. It couldn't fail. Yeah, love that. And have you had a, a curry in Bradford yet? Have you I been for a curry at all? My birthday, my birthday was... Uh, on Thursday right oh happy birthday thank you happy birthday mate uh, and where did you go do you know which curry house you went to uh, no I can't tell you honestly 
No, but it was good, yeah? It was good. It was good. Good to hear, mate. So, overall, as a first experience in Bradford, enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. It's a 10, and, out of, 10 out of 10. Love that. And, and have the club done anything special for you as well? Yes, so did the, the club pay for my hotel. Some okay. people... Wow, that's it. That's un- unreal. Did you get a, a nice hotel or, or not? Was it a good one? Yeah, it's a good one. It's right in front of the city hall. Oh, brilliant. And and did they reach out to you about that? Did they just knew, knew you were coming and get no, involved? I, I, or? I talked to Ryan Sparks that I was coming and he said, OK, I will pay for your hotel. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's good to hear that. There's a lot of good stuff happening at the club at the minute and stuff like this. Yeah. It's really nice to hear. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that, buddy. Um, and obviously... I could ask you a million and one questions, but obviously we want to get on to the, the game tomorrow. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. After, you know, was a little, I don't know how to say it, maybe scared about Sunday, uh, Sunday note like last Monday. It's like, yeah. Tom Frisart, and he always, if it, if we depend on us, it's like always more difficult. We are brought for City. But, yeah. you know, you have to have some faith in the team. I like the team. I like how we're playing. I like when when we conceded uh, last Monday, we went all behind them and we scored two minutes after. So it's like we yep. have to keep that mentality. And I think we're a stronger team than, than Carly. So we have big chances. Yeah, and it seems, I guess, like we've got we've got stronger as the season have gone on, and Carlisle seems to be faltering a little bit of late, and I think they're, they're feeling the pace a little bit, where it seems that like our players are getting stronger, like Richie Smallwood and players like that have got better. Um, do you th- do you feel like it's going to be, I mean, result-wise tomorrow, do you think we're going to beat them, or? Yeah, yeah. Any predictions? I, I think we're going to beat them, but I hope, it, I mean, I think we haven't won in Carlisle for a long while, so we have to get a good result tomorrow so we can go more chill to the second leg. Yeah, 6-0 would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> six 6-0, <six> yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. not maybe not quite. Uh, Andy, and, Cook, um, Andy Cook masterclass tomorrow. Yeah. Andy Cook to score six goals. That'd be <laughs> that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Get get a bet on that and everybody. Um Ivo, what's your plans for tomorrow? Are you going to the pub again? Are you meeting any fans? Uh, yes, I'm going to the pub. I, I hope to meet you tomorrow. And, yeah. And what, um, do you know what pub you're going to? I don't know if you want swarms oh, no, of Bradford fans around you, but to, I don't know. I will tell you later. Yeah, and do you mind if I share that? If anybody wants to buy you a beer, because I think a lot of fans appreciate all the way you've come to support City. Feel free to do it. No worries. Is it? Is that okay? You might be swarmed by Bradford fans, but I'm sure you'll be all right with that. It, it will be all right. <laughs> free beer, mate. You can't turn that down, <laughs> can you? Either. Of course, exactly. Love it, mate. And uh, out of interest, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite player? My favorite player. Oh, I mean, I can't say Cook because it's it's an easy one. But yeah. or Harry Lewis, but I always say Banks. I like the his style. I, I every time he has the ball on his feet, you can you can smell the danger. It's the type yeah. of player I like. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. He's one of those that gets you off your seat. Is exciting in it, so yeah. I think that's a really good shout. Bit of that um, Argentinian flair, eh? a little bit. <laughs> um, but who's your uh, who's your team in Argentina? Out of interest, it's Newcastle boys. Okay, oh, and they got the Leeds United connection. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was tough years for me, but now that BLS is gone, we can yep. we can. Nobody supports them anymore in Argentina, so we are good. 
Yeah, we can move on, move on from that one. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, mate. Um, and just any, any other thoughts from yourself? Uh, any sort of anything else you'd like to say at all? Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what about what about up the fucking chickens? Okay, yeah. up the fucking chickens. Do you want me to say it in Spanish? <laughs> yes, do that as well. Yeah, go on. Love that, mate. Get that on a flag if we can. Nice one, Ivo. I think I've lost you a little bit there, mate. You still there? I think you broke your uh, microphone by... Sh- you still there? Are you still there? Oh, he's gone. Are you back? Yeah, I can hear you again. I thought you broke your microphone by shouting too loud there. <laughs> I uh, but- heard it in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. they'll be calling down to the reception saying there's a crazy Argentinian guy next door um, look mate you've been an absolute pleasure um, thank you very much and if you want to stay on as a speaker um, feel free to chip in as we go along okay, uh, we're going to we're going to discuss all of the things about the game tomorrow so feel free to stick on um, and the pub that you're in tomorrow I'll let everybody know on Twitter so I'm sure you'll get a few pints uh, bought for you maybe a few Jager okay. bombs okay. cheers see you tomorrow see you tomorrow mate thank you very much Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. So that was uh, that's Ivo. So that is the Bradford uh, Latin America supporters group that's just come on, um, which I think is absolutely superb. As he's just pointed out, the club have helped him uh, come across and pay for his hotel. For us to get support in, in that area of the world is just unheard of. And it's quite interesting to know where it came from. Um, oh, the Ivy Bridge. Can you mute for me a second, mate? It's really noisy. Yeah, it's really noisy. I'm sat sat in the street here in the sunshine having my lunch break. Well, an early lunch break at the moment. So thank you for having me on. No, it's excellent, mate. Like I say, I was just um, speaking to the Latin America supporting group, which was really interesting. I don't know how much you got of it. Just just the tail end there. It was great to hear the chap. I've obviously seen a lot of him on the, on this platform and his posts and what have you. And it's, it's great to see that the uh, the Bantams world is spreading far and wide, isn't it? Absolutely, mate, which is it's obviously good news and it's just it's to me it's bizarre and I'm thinking to myself, well how how did that come about? But now he's explained it, it makes total sense. Uh, an eleven year old kid watching uh, Jose Mourinho <laughs> get beat, I think that was the key <laughs> the key thing there and now he's yeah. ended up supporting Bradford City, so uh, more than grateful. Yeah. Now Ivorybridge, could you mute for me for one second, mate? Um because what I'm gonna do is there are a few people that joined just before you, so I'm gonna go around and I'll come yeah. back to you if that's okay. No, no, that's fine. Listen, I may not be here, so I'll have to go back into work in a minute. So I'll just wish City all the best tomorrow and let's hope we get a good, healthy lead, you know? Love it, mate. Thank you very much for that. All right, then, guys. Yeah, have a good one. All right. Bye now. Cheers, matey. Bye-bye. Bye. So that wasn't me being rude. I just like to try and go in order of who's joined. I think it's quite fair because people join and then they disappear before we've had a chance to uh, to sort of speak to them. Um, Andy, I'm not going to speak to you. Actually, just say hello if you want to, but I'm not going to come to you. I, uh, I had a mare. I heard every word you said. Did you? But I were having a mare with my mic, so yeah, that's on me. Don't worry, mate. Well, you stick about because I might need you at some point if we have uh, people drop off. But um, But yeah, thank you very much, mate. Lovely stuff. Chris T were the first man who joined. He was like, it was straight in there. So I'm going to come to you first. And I, I'm going to sort of try and go through some subjects. Otherwise, what we do is we end up going around in circles. And I want to release this as a bit of a podcast. So the question I'm going to ask you is about tickets, first of all. So obviously, uh, club have released that we've we've sold 20,000 for um, tomorrow. Um, people paying for tickets. I thought we were the, um, the cheap ticket club. And nobody were interested unless they were really cheap. What's happened there then? Funny old thing, that, isn't it? Funny, isn't it? 
plenty of those comments that come out. I'll tell you what, mate, I had a nightmare, to be fair. Because I got straight on it as soon as they released tickets for tomorrow. I got on there and I thought, I thought I'd got on there pretty quick. And I'm like, well, how come my season ticket seats are uh, taken already? Yep. And my block was empty. They were, they were all gone. I thought, that's a bit odd. So I found I found three seats together up in Gods and uh, paid for them. Then I saw the tweets that came out from the club. Um, and it was a bit of a shit show, to be fair. So the oh. next day, in fact, it was Wednesday, I was day off. I got on the phone. Um, I was on the house phone for 40 minutes. Battery run out. So I rang back up mobile and I was on for another hour and 40 minutes. And then when I finally got through, I think I must have been on for 30, 40 seconds and it was done, sorted. So, uh, yeah, bit of a pain to, in the ass, to be fair. To, to be honest with you, mate, I did the same. Um, I don't know why, but I, I blind panic. I bought one right in bottom at COP. Um I don't know why I thought that, because all, all seats were greyed out, so I, must have, I should have thought to myself, well, obviously, something's not right here, and I should have probably waited, yeah. but you know what it's like You know it's like yourself? You, you need your ticket, don't you? So you think, right, I'm going to get it booked in. And, do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I think there's been a few things of late, uh, and I, I think they've had a bit of a mess. This, like, say, loyalty points we spoke about the other day, um, it just seems like that it were a bit rushed, the tickets, like they were just sort of thrown on. But on the, on the flip side of that, Another question I'm going to ask you is about away tickets. Now, to me, it's utterly bizarre that they've not been made available yet because people need to book, you know, whatever they're going to book, trains, transport across hotels for some people. I find that a bit weird that they're not available. Do, do you understand why or do you think it's a bit silly too? No, I can't understand it myself. I thought they'd have been, uh, I thought they'd have been on sale and snapped up by now. Well, they're going to sell people out. People couldn't make plans. I mean, they're going to sell out, so club are probably relying on that, and and they will sell out. I mean, there's no doubt about it because I think we'll get about what eighteen hundred, two thousand, something like that, probably less than. Um, but it's more thinking about fans here, isn't it? And and them sorting themselves out, not just thinking, oh, we're going to sell them anyway. To me, it's almost as if the club have thought about selling home tickets first and getting rid of them, and then moving on to the away tickets. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's the way that I can see it. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke. I mean, uh, to be fair, we're lucky we didn't get Salford, aren't we, in semi? Well, yeah, because what did they get? 500 or something at Stockport? Stockport got 500. And Salford haven't managed to sell out their 4,500. So <laughs> I think there'll be plenty a... of Stockport in Salford then, to be fair. It's just, that's just this division, isn't it, though? I guess it's just where we are. And I think, for me, I'd love Salford to beat them just because of Wembley and the advantage that we could have you know, fans-wise, because going back to how many we've sold, uh, 20,000, I mean, I know we did the same at, at Orient, 21 and a half or 22 and a half, sorry, whatever it was. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And people, are, it's getting better and better as the seasons go by and I can't get my head around it. Do you think I'm it's... Amazed. Do you think we it's a Mark Hughes week, effect? We? And you said, how many tickets do you think we'd sell for this Sunday with it being a yep. seven o'clock game and kids at school? And I think we said about 15,000. Yeah, we're already over twenty, aren't we? Now it's amazing, it, and not even that. It's 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 on telly. It's on TV, so people can watch yeah. it on television as well. And you know, they're deciding obviously to to go down to Valley Parade, and I guess that connection seems to be back. And people, well, even more so. You know, tickets we're selling are on the a Premier League level again, aren't they? It's, it's absolutely well, I think, bonkers. Uh, I was listening to that D three D four podcast. They'd done a they were doing a preview at playoff semis, and uh, they had a guy on there, City fan. And he said he thinks we'll take 30,000 to Wembley if we get there. We'll take 40. Yeah. 
Whatever they give us, we'll sell. Do you think we will? Do you think no we'll sell problem. out? Yeah, of course we will. I guess it. I guess it all depends on costs, and because obviously I've been looking at travel down. I don't know if you've looked yourself, but um, you know, I mean, it's not. All right, mate. Fit. I'll drive down. My sister lives in Hempstead, so we're going to go down on Saturday and stay at hers overnight. It's only I'm half an a, hour. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all right, Jack. Are you? Look at that. Think about yeah. myself. But gonna, <laughs> on a I'd invite you all. I'd, I'd invite you all, mate, but house ain't big enough. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fine. I mean, it's good that people have have that. Well, Last time we were then, mate. I wouldn't really. Wouldn't you? You'd have me, sure. <laughs> okay, offend you too much in front of your sister. I'll show you up a little bit. No, I'm only kidding. Um, no, but I guess the thing is, you know, we, we travel, It's you're talking probably 120 quid on train, maybe roughly give or take, when the prices go up, you know, when we find out we're going to be there or not. Uh, and buses are going to be, what, 50-odd quid, 60 quid to get there and back. So I know it's, there's a lot of money. It, it's not been... It's obviously the cheapest of seasons, I guess, for people travelling all over. We've took numbers everywhere, so I guess we'll see. But, um, Chris, I'm going to come back to you because we'll go through all these different points I've got. I've got a little um, notepad next to me today. It's great, isn't it? Don't worry, mate. out now, so I'll, uh, I'll probably listen back to this later on. But all no the best mate. to everyone tomorrow. And uh, hopefully we're putting a decent performance. I watched that um, I watched that Chef Wednesday game last night and I'm shitting it now for that. <laughs> now we'll wear the Peterbrain in this conversation don't worry about it I don't hope worry, so mate. mate I hope so <laughs> be nice wouldn't anyway, it going into a second leg with that advantage later. but no cheers Chris thank you buddy thanks as always right, for coming cheers. on mate. Um, so what, what my plan is with this one like I say I wanted it to be a little bit more structured because what we do generally is we go around in circles somebody will join after an hour and I say well I don't know what you spoke about but I want to speak about this so I want to keep with the tickets theme and I'm going to bring Owen into the conversation just see if you've got any further thoughts on, on tickets mate Oh, mate, you're all right. I'm good. I'm good, are you? Yeah, well, nervous. <laughs> you, you all seem to be shitting yourselves a little bit. That's that's yeah. yourself, Ivo, Chris. A little bit nervous and scared, but um, don't worry, mate. Tomorrow's coming. You know, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely fine. It's going to be 6-7-0. No, don't worry about it. Um, no, we'll get on to predictions, but tickets-wise, yeah. mate, have you got any further thoughts on that? Um, well, I sit, actually, in, in Midland Road, right next to where away fans usually sit. Yep. So my seat ain't even available. Um yep. but my father got uh got on for us and he I think he had like a thirty minute queue on website on Monday night and then he had to just buy the first two that he saw together in cop. So that was yep. a bit of a fiasco, but is what it is. Do you know what? I've got to be honest here, I feel like it doesn't affect me because I'm not in the middle of the road, but because you guys have been turfed out, I'd have almost thought that you might have been given like a bit of a small window of priority to sort your tickets out, you know, for the ones that are available, maybe in like the TL Dallas. Do you know what I mean? So they might have said, look, your tickets, we are, we have, because we've got to do it, haven't they? Because they've got to give a certain percentage away and they don't want, obviously, other fans behind goal, which you can understand. But yeah. you think that they're giving you guys a little bit of a window of priority. In, in what, that's what I'd have done, just to say, right, you put your seats in TL Dallas or the, the end of the Midland Road. And then whatever's left in rest at stadium, but it's just been a little bit fend for yourselves on it, and just get where you can. Um, so I guess that's a bit annoying for you guys. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I think you know, it, it's kind of pointless morning about it now. It's done, and it's one of very few things I think the club have actually done wrong this year. And I'm usually not one to praise and praise the club off the pitch, but I think this year with ticket and stuff, they've been all right. But I think they've kind of just panicked. Now it's got to playoffs and they're like, right, uh, 
we're in playoffs, so you know, free for all, get your tickets, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it, it just seemed a bit of a rush to get to get the home ones on, like say, and I think I I panic, mate. I, I'm sat in bottom, um, like say bottom front at cop because I could have sat in my own seat, but that should have been put in that original output, you know, that that media release where it said tickets are available. It should have said, you know, I know I know they quickly rectified it and they said, look, you know, don't panic, you can have your own seat, but by that point, I already bought mine, so it would be yes, hard yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know you can probably switch back, but you just can't be asked ringing up again, can you, in queuing? And, and well, it's like an hour's queue, so it's just known as the time, really, for that, if I'm honest, especially when people are like working and that, like myself, you know, you, you don't have an hour in your day to just ring them. Exactly, or when you do it Saturday, or it's the times that other people are doing it, you know, in your dinner time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but again, like I say, we've sold 20 grand, uh, 20, 20 grand, 20,000, which is excellent, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that's it. I think if it had been, you know, Saturday three or five o'clock, you know, we could have done maybe a bit more numbers, but it is what it is, you know. This is the car we've been dealt with, and this is the time stop that we've just had to do. And credit to the fans, we've still got the numbers. So, yep, yeah, keep coming back, don't we, mate? Um, Owen, I'm going to come back to you because I'm just going to keep this sort of ticket conversation going and see if any of the other gents you don't have to unmute if you don't want to but Jack or Pedro the oil rig the return of Pedro um, have you guys got anything to add on tickets at all yeah if I can yes. speak yeah you can Pedro how are you uh, doing hello everyone uh, I've been on for a while uh, due to work not probably on the oil rigs. popular person on here uh, yeah about ticketing um I went down today and bought my sen. Got tickets for TL Dallas stand. Uh, done a couple in front of me, light, and you know, just, I'm just going to be glad to be sat back in TL Dallas stand. You know, just just end, those days uh, when it was Bradford end. You know, I remember Charlie Brown's been. I only went in it twice, and you could never get in there. More ointment and. Hooligans were in there, so you'd struggle to get in. Me being a young kid, you were fun. You know, you never really got in you. You know, if you did, you were lucky. Uh, yeah. So I used to have to run round other end and get in through big gate, uh, down steep hill and in gate and standing open cop. But yeah, I mean, tail Dallas stand. And I really think it's a good idea, you know, giving both ends to the home fans. You know, I've always raved on I believe it's a good thing that way you can't be spun you can't be you know they can't spin you around I just think it's really good you know you see a lot of well not a lot but you see certain clubs do that where they just give you a little side you know well, I, I think you're right. I think it is. It's atmosphere building, it when you're behind goal and that your away team can't wait to shoot against their own fans. You know, whether it be that the first half or second half or whatever, and it is an advantage in it. And I guess th- there's obviously reasons behind that they can't do it. In there must be something uh, health and safety spinners. wise. Yeah, but Probably I guess the cat spinners and disgruntlers. Maybe Mark Hughes has spotted if, if all, all I do at Bradford City is spinners. We get disgruntled fans uh, and. Just annoy us for the first ten minutes, and we see it just capitulate. You know, I will tell you what, there's no more frustrating though, is there? When they do spin you, I can't lie. It, not even <laughs> just the football; it just, it just, it's fucking winds me up because it's not the way it's meant to be. That's what happens know, to everyone. Do you know what I mean? You just wound yeah. up at it straight away, aren't you? Like you're saying, yeah. you're thinking, 
why have you done that? And then they get they get you back up and whatever. But, you know, I guess from a footballing point of view, I don't know the statistics here, but I can't see it having massive bearings. But you saw in certain games like, Orient game or whatever where we've we've come along. Oh, well, Colchester, you could say opposite because we were going over way when we fought back in that game. Do you know what I mean? But in general, it feels like when you're coming back to Cop, you get that extra raw, don't you? Do you know what I mean? When they're, when they're attacking this side. Um, but I guess we'll be doing both ends, won't we? I want, did this, do you know how many were left in tail, Dallas, when you went? No, I ended up uh, getting... Well, it can't have been that many. I never really asked because if it had been Mick Lamb that had been on, I normally talked to him. It was like a young lad. He looked like Colin Doyle's son. Uh, Did it? Yeah. Could have been. It won't have been. No, we're going to ask him, but it won't because he's a bit thin. And he's, it's not the lad with the fair ginger hair that's got the comb over that's generally there. It, we're just another lad, blonde hair with glasses on. Look like Colin Doyle's son, to be honest. Don't think yeah. it was. Uh, I never asked, but I ended up getting in upper tier and. I'm row you. I can't remember how rows work, so it's you. So I'm towards back. So I'm guessing oh, it's up filling at, up. Well, there can't be that many rows when you look at TL Dallas. I wonder well, if it's about 14 on bottom, isn't it? and about 10 on top. Yeah, so maybe you are. Yeah, you'll be, be at back like the old Dale Cavassi days, getting that chant going. You know, oh, oh, oh you'll oh, be doing that at back. Well, <laughs> yeah, get me, get me vocals. Well, get I your Stone Island on. I think that the noise will be better in there because of the low roof. I think it's. I think that you can generate a lot more noise, or it seems to happen when there's a lot of fans. Like one of those things to mind is Hartlepool. They were so loud. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably edge a bet that they were loudest fans I've ever ever heard at Bradford City for years. Mm. The acoustics in it though, because it bounces off that roof. That's what That's the thing. Does. That's the thing. It's an acoustic, and it does bounce. And I think if you can get that rocking, it'll easy do. Be louder than Northwest Corner than Cop because roof's so high. It just you know, it just it's. Yeah, it sort of it escapes, doesn't it? Where it bounces straight off that tail, Dallas, because you're you're almost touching it when you're at back. That's um, if drums were in there and got that rocking, it would be nice. I just don't, you weren't gum it. I just thought that. I don't know if it would. It's because of the beer, I think. But I'd love them to give it to home fans next season. But it's all right for me to say because I don't drink beer. So I'd love it in there. But I'm sure there could be a way where they could do it. Maybe make an entrance in. I mean, back in there, they want rules. So you could just go out of that back gate and drink it back alley. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I could just get a little. You could get a little one man band, couldn't you? With like a little cart with you know, with just one keg on it and just pour it there. You see them all the time at away days and that. You know, I don't know if did Barrow have one last season somewhere did where they just had one one person on this little little cart pulling pints because people it is a big thing for people in it for to go and have a bit of a beer and that. It's like a it's a big culture uh, and I think that like you say it'll stop people going in. It really would. Well, that's what stops it. But I'm sure that there's a way that they could. Maybe make an entrance in at Midland Road, where Old Burger Van is, and just round there, and probably go in and drink your beer under Midland Road end. Or I'm sure yeah. they could do so. They did it at Old Old Foot Old Rugby Club, didn't they have it? Well, one tier, then they ended up do, going making a bar underneath some others. I, I don't know, it... obviously, about pricing and how much it cost, but. You know, I bet there's a, they could do summer. Surely there's summer they could do. Yeah. 
yeah, I guess so. And I guess maybe they will in, in years to come because I, I'd like to see it us behind both ends again at, at some point. But um, moving on a little bit, are you um, on away tickets? We've we obviously seen that they've not been released yet. Are you planning on going, mate? Well, I'd love to go, uh, yeah. But when I heard you earlier going on about it and I'm thinking down your road. I think that they won't release them yet because they don't want to confuse it. I, it's probably... Sellers, worry about that, then do it, then you're not confusing any money or any finances. Maybe that's the reasoning behind it. Mm, I guess it makes sense that, but as a fan, you want you plan stuff, don't you? So yeah. I guess because we know there's going to be such high demand for them tickets, you want to know if you're going to be able to get one or not. And I think if you don't know that, you can't plan your, your rest of your week, you know, your day or whatever. Generally, we know we're playing like weeks ahead, so you can book your train, you can book that's your hotel, whatever you want. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's it's, the point. It's a bit of a stinker for fans. I mean, for me, it's a straight train from Keithley, so if I can get on them, I'm away. But the longer you wait, the more expensive tickets get. They're not ridiculous expensive, but it's more planning it in it or telling wife that you're going or all that shit. Yeah, that comes getting there off of work or whatever it may. Yeah, it does. It makes it that little bit harder. Yeah, I, I mean the only the only sensible reason can possibly be, or the only thing you can think of, is just not to confuse the money. Or yeah. confuse it. That's the only thing other than that, because I should like to say give plenty of notice to allow fans to get get transport, arrange whatever days off work or early finishes or whatever people do. Yeah. Uh, throw a sickie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like like they do. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I guess it, I guess it's one of them. Hopefully, we'll see it maybe after the game. That might be when they do it. But the problem is they might shoot themselves in fucks if we go and get tanned six nil. Nobody will want to go, so they want to what sell out. So who, who knows? But that that won't happen. Don't panic, guys. Yeah, but then I'm they'll think, no, that won't happen. But if that's the case, then we'd save us money. So yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> that's what I mean. So it's just one minute. Um, right, I'm going to move on a little bit more, and we're going to yeah. go into lineups now. Pedro, stay on, and then I'll come to yourself, Jack, in a, in a second, pal. Um, so lineups for tomorrow. Obviously, we've seen Clayton come back in at the Orient game. Now, were that just for the Orient game, Ashore's up in midfield, so we got that point, or do we think we're going to stay with that setup? Because um, it's a little bit more defensive minded, would you say? I'd, what are your thoughts, mate? I'd like to keep with him. I thought he's been brilliant since he's come in. Mm. Maybe he's brought him in just to get him up to speed, ready for this game. You know, just I've got a I've got an idea that he might even just put a formation out that we haven't seen. You know, and just totally jumble it up and surprise everyone. You know, and you, and you think the 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 actual clientele or the players will stay the same? Do you think it's going to be a pretty much? Standard eleven of what we saw last last Saturday, last Monday, wasn't it actually? Well, I'd like to see a similar. I'd like, I'd, I like Stubbs. He's done been really good since he's come in, but I'd definitely be tempted to have Romney in there because I know that if they do play Patrick or Gibson, well, not Gibson. I'd, no, I'd rather have Romney Chrislow because if Carlisle play like Patrick, he's so fast. Stubbs, Stubbs ain't got the legs to get back, not as Platt, where Rons but, but, has got some legs about him, hasn't he? So you'd keep it same at back, you'd keep Critchlow yeah. and you'd keep uh, Stubbs in? Yeah, I would. Platt's, I've heard uh, Platt's been having 11 cheeseburgers, though, so um, you can't... You can't. <laughs> oh, he's definitely not done a Theo Robinson, has he? <laughs> 
tried to say it, mate. It wasn't 11, how many was it? Seven, I think. Six or seven, I'd have to ask, yeah. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Does, yeah. Don't have to come with that. Fair to that. Everyone keeps going on on. It won't it won't bullshit were actually true. Um, it can't be. You're, you're pulling the plunk. Who, who no. told you that? Who told you? My sister, she was the one that served at the act and he <laughs> told to the other guy who pulled him up. And that's oh, why I tagged him in. I know it's so true. I'd love to I'd love it, you know. I wish you know, just to confirm it. No uh, way. No um, way It's been an ongoing joke that ever since you said it. Yeah, man. no, it is but definitely believe me, it's definitely true. It is true to words. But, I'd Unreal. Love to pull him. You know, I've even tweeted him in. You know, I, I won't be embarrassing me centre bullshit or live, you know, straight in front of him. I'd, I've offered him to come on and I'd love it. Uh, I've tagged in him your fairness, times, in, in fairness, though, to back you up a little bit there, he did play like he'd eaten fucking 12 cheeseburgers sometimes. So, I mean, you, there could be some truth there, to be fair. He, didn't, he never really pulled up any trees, well, uh, apart, apart from that goal at Swindon. Well, we went to Mansfield, they didn't take him on. He went to Hartlepool. If you look at people, I've got a follower, Kenny, who's a Hartlepool fan. He said he's one of the worst players I've ever had. He's he, Theo Robinson was shit. I think at the time, when we look back, all the players that we had, they've all gone to non-league. None's really better than Sen, have they? Very few. It's funny that because people, you know, whinge and moan when we lose players, but there's not many that have left. There's only probably Elliot Watt that's gone on and had a really good season. I guess Powdy O'Connor, he got player at season, I think, up in Lincoln. But apart from them two, there's not many that have left that you, you're that worried about. Is, is no, there really? No. Do you know what none, I mean? None at all. None. None of them. Even like who, who were having a gig when Gibson did it, Don Paulian and stuff like that. They're, you know, they've gone nowhere. Ben Richard Everton, he's got left at Scunthorpe, not even... You know, they're all just bums that have, like, I don't know. And well, talking about players... a nice word, but, I mean, not footballers, you know. Men just look so desperate. When you look back, you can think, how desperate did we really look? Exactly. Now, Pete, stay on, mate, because I'm going to come back to you. But I want to go around the room because I've got Jack that's been yeah. waiting patiently to speak, mate. But stay on. If you can just mute yourself, I'll come no, back to you in a minute. Because uh, people are lo- people are loving you, I'm getting a lot of tweets about it coming no, through. So. Talking, but I just obviously like I say a bit. I prefer it a bit more, like say structured, because I can just rant on and can go all over. So yeah, I can rant and just. But yeah, if you can, short I'll, com- I'll come back in. Cotter, can mate, don't but leave. Just, just put- it's not too long. I'm going to McDonald's really late against triple cheeseburger myself. <laughs> 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 love it mate you like to send us a picture of tweeters in that oh, when you're there mate I love that triple cheeseburger at Ruler there McDonald's love it mate I love that I love that you specify which one you're going to as well but no Pete <laughs> stay on mate uh, get yourself muted if you can for me and okay. I'm going to bring you um, cheers buddy you drive drive safe don't be too excited to get your cheeseburgers um, like <laughs> Jack are you there mate Jack Thompson is it Big man saying Jack Thompson on the City Event podcast. How are we all doing? Good morning, Bantams fans. Wow, look at that for an entrance. Love it, mate. Um, we're all right. How are you? I mean, no, man's feeling great, bro. Trust me, I'm ready for tomorrow, man. I'm pumped. Man like Pedro speaking like the pastor, bro. Trust me, he's getting me ready. Feel the preaching out here. Let's go. Wow. This is this is different. Um, Jack, what um what do you think of the lineup tomorrow, mate? What are your thoughts? <sighs> Do you know what it is, yeah? I know you. I know you guys were talking about Clayton and that. I think. I think he's got to go for the same lineup he had against Orient, surely. Because why? 
we looked we looked quite solid like with that lineup. I feel, especially towards the end, and the way we responded after we went down one nil down. Yeah. I feel like we can we can do something with that. Um, and if you've got really solid options on bench as well, with if you think of the players, with you know we're not starting. There's a lot of you know solid options to go with if if it doesn't work out for the first 10, 15 minutes. I mean, we saw what Hughesy did when he changed up the formation after fifteen odd minutes because it wasn't working properly. Yeah. So there is something to be done there. Do you not think that we'll we'll sort of go back to this four three two one with more attacking players? Uh, sorry, four one three four two three one. Yeah, that's right. Um, with the um, more attacking players in behind Cook, so would would you not be tempted to do that again? Um, or obviously, with that formation in mind, you'd have to probably drop one of Gilly, Smallwood, and Clayton, who all arguably had really good games, didn't they? Orient. Yeah, and I feel like with Gilly and Smallwood in particular, I think they've been massively underrated come towards the end of the season. I mean, at the start, yeah, there was a bit of, you know, they, they were struggling, not going to lie, but Smallwood's grown more into it. He's become more of a shithouse as we've gone along. Apologies for my French there. And uh, Gilly's, Gilly's become more, uh, he's become more like a, like that solid defensive midfield presence that you look for. He's he's grown into that role as well. Yeah. I can't see, I can't see, I hate to say it, but I feel like this is going to be one of those where it's going to be like a one or two goal uh, game. There's not going to be. It's not going. To, it's not going to be Sheffield Wednesday. Let's let's be honest. But it'll just be. They'll be with you one or two goals in it. I don't think there'll guess, be any more than that. I guess it depends how we set up and if we want to go for it a little bit. Because, like a lot of people have alluded to on here, mate, before you came on and made your grand entrance. In fact, on your grand entrance, there's loads of people tweeting about it. So you'll have a look at that after, mate. But um, <laughs> I guess. Go, I guess. Um, what were, what were I saying there before I spoke about that? What were I saying? Oh, um, I've totally lost my train of thought because of you. You've totally bamboozled me, Jack. <laughs> where, where are I going with that? Remind me. Uh, you was uh, you was talking about how we were going to come out and because uh, I I said it was going to be one or two goals, but you said it was all about how we was going to set up. I can't remember what I was going to say. It was it was something to do with uh, Clayton, um, I guess, and and maybe dropping him, but. My train of thought totally lost. You've, you've totally baffled me. I've never had somebody come on like yourself that you're just full of beans and that. And, I, and I'm absolutely loving it, to be fair. Um, would you would you change anything else, Jack, in behind? Would you change like your Jamie Walkers or anybody that like that? Or are you quite happy with the 11 from the uh, the Orient game? I it's feel like... Right there. Do, do, you know what, do you know what it is? With with games like this, you need the momentum. And I'm, that's that key word that Hughesy keeps going down to, momentum. Because it's one of those where... If you start experimenting now, when it comes down to this kind of this kind of game, it's I'm all for maybe tweaking things up if uh, you know if players aren't 100 fit. So I could probably see if he decided to take Clayton out because Clayton's obviously still getting back up to speed. He was taken off after an hour. Yeah. You know, whether that was because he was you know he got a knock or anything, he was just looking a bit uh, tired. I have no idea, but we've got to wait and see. I, I can't see why he would change too much but, you, but it's one of those where we've got to understand how Carlisle come out because the playoffs is a lottery I know we were talking earlier about Carlisle saying um, having a bit of a dip in, in form recently but that counts for nothing in the playoffs mate because I mean you could look at you could look at Chef Wednesday who were on a roll and then they've just been battered 4-0 by Peterborough so it's, it's one of those where it's like a brand new league in itself and it's a brand new little knockout league you've got three games to to get there and do it yeah. um, and I guess you've got to kind of forgot, forget what's come before but for me personally um, 
I'm going to put this out there. I would like us to see us go back to four two three one and go a little bit more attacking, especially at home. You've got twenty thousand fans behind you, you know, rowing you on. You've got both. You're behind both goals, so hopefully that will carry some momentum as well on the pitch. I just feel like as some, I think this is what I was alluding to when I lost my train of thought before that we've really struggled when we've gone to Carlisle um, away. Uh, of late I think when we look at the form uh, in the last five games in general Carlisle have won three of them we've drawn one and we've won one so it's not great that's home and away but away I don't think it's really uh, good reading at all so I guess the thing is you probably need some form of um, goals some sort form of aggregate before you go away and is that not to say that you should be going a little bit more attacking especially in front of your home fans yeah I mean I'd, I'd hate to see it um what happened at the home game last time when I think first half we were dreadful, but second half we came out uh, swinging. Yeah. And we've got to be at it right from the start with these guys because we these guys have got to know that we're you know we're the biggest club in this league. We're here to take that trophy, and we're not going to let anyone else get their hands on that. We're here to batter Carlisle. It's as simple as that. That's what they've got to do. What part are you running for, Jack? How can I how can I sign up to um, give you my local councillor? How do I do it, mate? Because I love, I love the way you come across. You, you speak. You've just got that sort of speech in, inside you. I love it. Yeah, top man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I don't, uh, we never know. You never know. Listen, if uh, if uh, people are down to vote for me and that, then I'll 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 throw me out into the ring standing next to Elmo and Lord Buckethead and all them, man. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I love it, mate. So, Jack, stalemate, because you've been brilliant so far. We're going to go around a little bit um, in the room again, and we're going to go down the list of bits and bobs I want to go through. No problem. But, uh, it's probably you... worth saying, mate, before you do, uh, I'm going to have to uh, jump off the call because I've got somewhere else to be. But uh, listen, sat, come, come Sunday, we're going to batter Carlisle. We're going to take it to their place, and we're going to destroy them over there. And one final thing, shout out to the City event. Bucket hats out now on all digital platforms. Go buy the merch, bruv. It's top quality gear. Trust me. <laughs> I can just point out that I do, I do not know this guy from Adam, um, but he's absolutely fantastic and I've not asked him to say that at all. But yeah, you, you get and then you flies out, mate, and people will be voting for you before you know it. Uh, superb. So thank you very much, Jack. It's been good on it so far. I'm enjoying this. Um, so who have not spoke so far? Uh, Dees has come on. So Dees, I'll, I'll lead you in with this sort of subject that we're on at the minute, mate. We're on about the the lineup um, tomorrow. What what would you do? Yeah. Uh, good morning, Adam. Hope you're well. Um, good morning, I, mate. I, I I think, buddy. Um, I slightly disagree with the, the gentleman who just spoke a minute ago. In so far as I think we're better with Clayton in. I think he gives us substance, grit. He's a you know he's a he's a breaker of play. Um, uh, you know, you look at the form guide that backs that up. When he was injured, we were worse without him. I think Gilead, for me, has been unbelievable in terms of his improvement. But in terms of sort of 50-50s, that great, he's more creative than a defensive midfielder. Um, so it's a really, really tough call. But 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 it's a good headache that, you know, we're talking about picking players to fight for our first eleven. This is a yep. good problem. This is a glass half full problem for me. And I think, uh, you know, so I would like to see Clayton in. I would like to see uh, Smallwood on that slightly left because I think he's, he's better there for us. Uh, and Smallwood, for me, has been phenomenal over this last third of the season. You know, he's had his critics, me included, particularly when I was away at Leighton Orient. I thought he was woeful. Um, but he has grown into a league that I think is, is an adaption. He's, he's adapting from, from, you know, a higher level. And it's a hard league to play in this. You know, we see it week in, week out. Um, you know, and, and on playing Carlisle, I was begging for Carlisle. If you look at the form guide, 
of the last 10 games in our league, Carlisle are 17th, and they've got serious injuries, serious problems. Stockport yep. top, Salford a third in the last 10 league games. So we've dodged a bullet. You know, the argument is, and I get it, that we've got to beat everybody to go up. So, you know, my, my gut's telling me that Stockport will be in the final, hopefully with us. Um, and, and that, for me, causes me some consternation. It causes me a bit of worry because, you know, I think they've taken 24, maybe 23 points out of the last 10 games. That's some going. Some going. Yep. But you've got to beat what's in front of you. And I'm, I'm with you a little bit there. Stockport, Stockport is the only one that I, I would fear. And we're going to go on to that. But I guess hopefully Salford is, will do us a favour because we can beat them wherever they come. We'll beat them home and away, wherever it is. Um, but yeah, I guess on the on the Carlisle points, there's a, there's a few things going on with loan players not coming in and coming out. The, that Josh Kimani Gordon, I think, has he gone back or is he is he banned or something? And he's a really big player for them. So I guess they have got problems, but they've got a couple of players that um, we are going to speak about that I don't want to give too much airtime because I feel like they were, they were giving way too much yesterday. But for some reason... Yeah, yeah. twenty five quid into the. Yeah, I get, I get the sentiment, but I think there's a bit of kidology around the back of that. If I'm perfectly honest, but anyway, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying there. Yeah, and I'll just briefly touch it for anybody that doesn't. I'm just, I'm on about Jordan Gibson now. For whatever reason, our fans are absolutely shit in the pants about Jordan Gibson tearing us apart. Now, he's not really a fantastic player. Let's be fair. Um, I think we're panicking over some of that. It's just because he scored against us away, and I, I, I went there, and it was disgraceful. To be fair, what he did. I was thinking, yeah, fair play, because I'd do the same. I'd do exactly what he did, and I've no problems with that, and that's got to stay in football for me, in my opinion. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of discussing that and going around in circles, but that's what I'm referring to, and I feel like we need to chill out and not roll out the red carpet for players like that. And, you know, maybe not say certain things and chant certain things, but I'm all for it. You've got to, you've got to be, give banter, aren't you, on the side of the pitch? You've got to be passionate and, and what have you. So I feel like we need to remember that and not roll out the red carpet. It's, it's, but, we'll, but we'll leave that on these. We've, we, mate, we've got to do. We've got to do us, yeah, uh, and not be distracted from it from, from, from anything else. You know, I think I think the grit last week um, against Orient. You know, and I'm delighted that Alladay bagged because I just think that that's, you know, great reward for for me, the most consistent player in our in our team. And people will say Cook and, and obviously Lewis are obviously up there because they're brilliant. But as an undersung hero, Alladay for me has been an absolute star. Um, and I'm delighted that he scored. And in what is, you know, uh, what was a bit of a um, a twitchy bum time for me last week up at, up at Brent. Do, do you know what though, Dees? I've, I've got to go into this because that, that last ten minutes, I was absolutely shitting my pants. But in theory, if you watch that game back, they were never going. They were never ever going to score Orient. They, they weren't bothered. They had no interest in scoring another goal. But as us, the City fans. You, you sat there thinking it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen out you a little bit. Um, and that's not to do with really us being poor. It's just what happens to Bradford City, isn't it? It's this hoodoo voodoo sort of bullshit that's in the back of our heads thinking it'll only happen to us. And yeah. I would think it's the same as you, mate. I thought, were going to, I thought they were going to score. Well, I think I think the thing is, I, I think the players d- demonstrated a little bit of nonchalance, if you like, if, that, if that's the right word. But their manager didn't. I mean, he had a, he had a spat with, was it Clayton who came off? Um, oh, who I didn't did see that. Yeah, their manager. Yeah, he had a, he had a spat with um, uh, somebody. Might help me here, but I, I'm not sure. But he had a spat with somebody who was subbed, uh, subbed off. Uh, so he he wanted it. The manager wanted it. He wanted to go out, and and the, you know they made a bit of noise as well. Um, I thought they were brilliant, actually. It's just slight. I don't want to take us back to you, you, you know, but I thought they were really respectful. 
thought their yep. fans were, were, were brilliant on on the day, to be honest with you. And even the 56-minute clap, respect to, 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 to Leighton Orient fans, to be honest with you. Yeah, can't knock, can't knock them for that. I thought it was superb. Like People pointed out before that their goalkeeper were clapping the 56 um, yeah, and Richie well, Wellens, their manager as well. And uh, Total respect. I, I loved it. Love to see it because, like you say, last season we didn't quite have that, but I don't think we need to give that any um, radio attention either, let's no, say. I agree. Um, well, coming, coming on to tomorrow, mate, I, I, I think we've got dilemmas, good dilemmas, and we've got, you know, trusting Yuzi, you, you, you know. I, I think he was very open and on. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling... Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. With his evaluation of League 2 and the challenge, uh, in a very positive way, but I think he's sort of recognised that it, it has been a challenge for him, but one that he's relishing, but... Um, I think we've got to embrace and whatever he picks, trust and use. You know, it's ne- I've never wavered, mate. You, I've spoken here a long time, and you know I've been behind him when at his most critical times. You, you know, when he when he when we've when we, not turned on him as such, but give him a bit of grief. Yep, we are where no, we are. Admit. We've got to beat. We've got to beat everybody in front of us, and, and I'm pleased that we got Carlisle. I think that's the best pick for me. Um, yeah, and let's see what tomorrow brings. Love it, mate. Now I'm going to um, stay on these. If you yeah, can, mate. Yeah. And I'm going to, um, because everybody seems to be disagreeing with me a little bit here. I think a lot of you want to stick with this middle three of Gillis, Morwood and Clayton, but I'm, I'm not feeling that. I feel like we've got to go for it, me, um, at home and probably drop Clayton out. And if you do get a couple of goals, maybe bringing Clayton on to share it up a little bit, 60th minute onwards, something like that, that experience. That's, that's the way that I would play it. Probably why I'm not a manager, but there we go. Um, Owen, um, I'll bring you in as well, mate, because you've not been in. Pete, I can see you've got the hand up, mate. I'll come back to you in a second, but Owen first. Thoughts, mate? Um, for me, I went out on, on Boxing Day to Carlisle during you know, the beaters. Yep. And we played the 4 2 3 1 then. And I think that was a game where it kind of made Hughes switch to the diamond because um, Cook would have isolated against their back five. Yep. So. For me, we've got to go for the diamond, but I would make one change. As well, controversial as it is, but I would I would be putting Derbyshire in ahead of Walker. Right, how do you mute people? I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, that's, do you know what, mate? You, you're more than welcome to your opinion, but what on earth do you think that Derbyshire has done that merits a start over Jamie Walker? Because that, to me, is absolutely... Bonkers. I'm, I'm sure. Do you know what, mate? There'll be some people that, that agree with you, but I just I completely don't. So I want oh, to understand pl- what you mean. People disagree with me, and I, I can kind of see why. But I've really, I've just got a good feel for Derbyshire. I think he's just one of these who he's so experienced and he's just so ahead in his brain of so many players in this division. I think he's so intelligent, and I, he's just got a natural eye for goal, which well, Barcook have even got that in the squad. 
Adam, can, I come, that... in, can I come in there, mate? Yeah, I, go on, yeah. I completely, completely see that point because at Stephen Ejewey, when he scored that scream and then got injured, he does give us something. Now, I don't agree, and it's, you know, we're, variety is the spice of life. Walker, for me, has done enough this season and he's just a workhorse. He comes off that pitch, he's absolutely bollocksed with what he's put in. But I see the point because I still, you know, he's played at such a level. His feet, his pace, his brain, to me, is I can see I can see the angle. Although I just think Walker's done too much for us this season to to, to even not be considered. So I sort of get both points if I'm honest with you. And it's a really interesting one, which will be to, my opinion. To to back this back at, at, the, at you both, obviously uh, yourself to start with, Owen. Where on earth would our creativity come from without Walker on the pitch in the middle? Banked. In the middle, yeah, I, th- I think he, he he definitely do a go. But I think he can put Banks anywhere, and he's he's still going to be a top player. So Banks, it's it square pegs around doors. Banks, Banks is not number ten, is he? Oh, I think he'd do a good job. There personally, I just but think ever... with Walker, I don't know, he's a bit a bit sulky, and I just don't think he's the the best man to have in the playoff team. But I guess I guess my point is. And, and you know, you say that Walker's my favourite, don't you? You said it last time, mate. But it's more the point that who else is going to do that job? I, I, I think Jim Walker's brilliant. I think he's superb. But my point to you guys is if you take him off and put Derbyshire on, now you're talking about pulling somebody else from their position into the middle. And who do you put in Banks' position? I just don't, I don't see it. I don't understand where, where no, you're going what, with what it. What I mean by that is to so go to the, the diamond where it'd be two up top. So Derbyshire and Cook. And in behind them, but Banks, and then the midfield three of Gilead, Smolder, so and Clayton. So you'd gamble a playoff semi-final, putting Banks at number number ten, essentially, when he's never played there. I think I think he's magic Banks to make it work. But on the flip I, side to that, would yeah. would you maybe agree if I said, let's go for Derbyshire up front, but you're playing Walker in the ten instead of Banks? Would that be something you'd maybe think about? Uh, potentially, I guess for me. You've got to have somebody who can play in that position, and mm-hmm. that, it, it, in my opinion, Walker really makes his tick in every way. And I know you're saying his output's not probably been fantastic this season for number tens that you expect, but his output, his energy, and the the driving is from our final third forward. Nobody else does that. Nobody does it. And, and you don't Chapman, think Gilly, Gilly does it to an extent. You don't think he can pick it up from quite far back and take it forward? So I think I've seen him do it many times. Well, you, well, not really. No, not at the same, not at the same level. Because well, he's called so. Gilead, people don't really see it as much, and he's not just magic number ten and that, you know. Listen, mate, Gilead has has been phenomenal this season, but in a different sense, in a more defensive sense, he's not really not one that I've picked out in games and thought, oh, he's one that's going to drive it forward. I feel like that's not really happened as much this season. Um, there's been times when he's done it; he's had little bursts. But when you look at our games and where that's come from, generally, has that not been Jamie Walker? Every time. That's the same. No. For the first half of the season, he didn't really play at all. So, obviously, I'm trying to think. And what, I think what... in the first half of the season, most of our goals were due to like, Tyreek Wright and stuff like that. And obviously, Cook were putting him back at net. Um, Do you not think that since Jamie Walker came back in from injury that we've been a far better team? I don't know. He, he just doesn't sell it for me. I think his numbers aren't great either. I think the man who's really changed it for me is, is Clayton. And when we've missed him in the second half of the season, hmm. you can kind of see it, guy. I think he's quite, yeah, blood and thunder and he does get his bookings, but it's what you want. Yeah. 
and and you know what? Like like um, these came on and said, variety is a spice of life, and this is why we do these spaces for these these different opinions. And I'm not shooting you down and saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to understand a little bit more about what oh, you mean. I can completely see why you don't walk at a play. I just, I just I can't see that she could be good. That's all. Yeah, that's fine, mate. And I guess, I guess we'll see what Hughes does. But I just can't see us gambling on taking our number ten and probably our best player in, in my eyes off the pitch. I, I can't see it. Mm. Andy Cook aside, but our most creative player in in that team is Jamie Walker. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't know if you guys are just not seeing what I see when I watch the game and what he actually does. Uh, if anybody's listening along and has any opinions on this as well, please feel free to comment. Um, I'm going to try and make this fair and and get other people speaking as well because I feel yeah. like that's really really fair to do. Can what? I ask one more? Go on, mate. Yeah. What have you thought of off the day recently? Because I think when he's come on, he's looked quite good. Um, but again, it's a big he's... risk when it's a massive risk of putting him in at this stage. So, so on what you've just said. Uh, on what your comments are on Jamie Walker, yeah. what have you seen from Osadibi that makes you think he's good? Because I don't understand that. If you if you're saying that Walker's not good enough and don't got numbers, what has Osadibi done to make you feel like he's, well, he's in better? Well, Osadibi though, he's not a, nowhere near as time as Walker has. But I just think he just offers something really different to anyone else in the team. He's he's quite a gangly player, if you know what I mean by that. You can't really tell what he's doing. He looks like he's not that stable on his feet, but he is. Yeah. Uh, he's very hard to explain what kind of, kind of player he is. Very unpredictable. He's, he is, isn't he? I, I, I see what you mean there. And I'm not saying that I don't rate Osadebi. I'm just trying to make the comparison with him oh, and Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to see Osadebi on that um, left-hand side because I feel like we haven't really found anybody for it. I, I would go 4 2 3 one with mm-hmm. Gillian Smallwood. I'd drop Clayton and I'd put Osadebi on that left. Walker in middle, Banks on right and uh, Cook up front. That, that's the way that I'd go. Um because not I don't. Nervous. No, not for me. Are <laughs> oh, you taking piss? No, not, oh, not for me. Out. I, I, re- I really hope because Hughes has done it twice in quite recent where he's put Issa and Nevers in Ante on that left. Yeah. And they're both, I hate to be awful, but they're both hopeless. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, but I guess we haven't seen enough from him. Is probably the probably what I'd say. I think the problem is that we've had. Decent players that have played on left this season. It's just such a shame that Chapman got injured because he seemed to be coming into his own, didn't he? And he seemed to be making his position, got injured, and then we've struggled on that side, you know. And Tyreek Wright going to not help things. Pereira would be somebody I'd gamble on, but that's not going to happen. Um, Owen, still, mate, I'm going to bring uh, Labib quickly into this because he's joined us. Um, unless uh, Ivor or Andy, have you got anything to add on the discussion that we're having, gents? I with with uh, Walker, nobody presses. He, he's the generator of all the press that we have up top at field. Like you, you see his energy and his closing down. For me, Darvish has done nothing to warrant being anywhere near that team. Thank you, to Andy. be honest. Um, he's, he's, he's just you can come on again. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he hasn't has he? Like Baron scoring that goal. What what's what's he actually done? And I can't see Derbyshire doing what Walker does when 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 Walker starts that press from front, he gets everyone going with him. And and I can't see Derbyshire putting in that work rate. You see you see Walker run 30, 40 yards to go and close someone down, slide in and and end up going out for a throw in halfway down their half. So I, I, I just, for me, I, I, I don't see the sense in even thinking about Derbyshire right now. 
No, cheers, Andy. And, and I guess uh, that's probably the same belief as mine. I, the only thing that I would say about Derbyshire is I feel like he's a really good weapon to have in the playoffs because you want somebody with a bit of nous and experience to come off the bench and score you a goal. He could be that man, and, and that's the way that I'd play him as a card. Um, Ivor, have you got anything to add on that if you're still there? I forgot you were there. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. No, I couldn't agree with Andy. I, I, first of all, I don't see Dervish Hire and Walker as the same style of player. So, yep. But I can see Dervish Hire over Walker. I think Walker has to start always. So yep. Big fan. For, for the team. Bit like um, the Edinburgh Messi, yeah? The bagpipe yeah, Messi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drop him, can you, with that in his name? <laughs> Are you a big fan of Walker, though, Ivo? I like him. I like him. I, I had a chat with Walker. We had tea together, so I, I like him more now. Yeah, definitely. He's a great, great lad, isn't he? But he's a good footballer as well. And I guess we all we all see the, the game differently. And a lot of people like to see goals and assists and stuff like that. And it's fair enough. And that's what, like I say, these platforms are all about that kind of stuff. Now, Labib, I'm going to bring you in on that conversation to see what your thought. I don't know how much you've caught of this conversation about the Walker Derbyshire uh, number ten debate, but. Firstly, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, you're all right. Good, yeah, good. Nice to hear your voice yeah, again. Thank you very much. Nice to hear yours. It's well, been, uh, yeah, I say, yeah, I, I say that, but it it depends what you're about to say, Labib. Actually, if I'm going to enjoy hearing your voice again, no, I'm only kidding. The, the point, <laughs> kidding. yeah, I've been listening to the last few minutes about the debate on the lineup, and uh, the yep. only thing I was really going to point to is there was a really interesting um, article published this morning by Width of a Post. I don't know if anybody's read it. Um, and it yep. talks about that debate is whether we go with the diamond or whether we go with four two three one, and I thought the points that they made in the article was was really explained it quite well. So, you know, it makes good reading. If 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 I can remember exactly what they said is uh, if you play that four two three one, we're, we're struggling to find somebody to replace Chapman, right? And and I think that's true. We've not really found anyone who's yep. slotted into that spot. Uh, and um, and Whitford Post said, said we've tried everybody except Dion. Now, um, obviously his form's not not been up to scratch, and and you know we loved what he did last year, but he's not been a shadow of that kind of um, player. I don't know whether it's too risky to to throw him in if we go with that lineup. We've said before quite a few times between us that Hughes loves an unchained side. You know he likes that stability. He likes that continuity. He likes that kind of consistency. But we have struggled to replace Chapman. For me personally, I'd give Osadibi a shout uh, in, a, in a starting lineup. I agree what people have said so far. Derbyshire would be really, really good to have somebody coming in off the bench. Um, somebody, you know, for the last half an hour. My, my main concern and my, the main point I kind of wanted to make is. With the four-two-three-one, with Carlisle playing five at the back, I think Cook will struggle on his own. Um, we've played them twice this season, and we've not scored against them. Um, and the, my mind goes back to the Barrow game at home. Uh, again, they played a very kind of low block, very sat back, very deep. Three massive lads at the back, and we just kept pumping kind of long balls into a lone target man, and it just didn't work. And and that's my kind of worry is that playing Andy Cook up there on his own against five at the back, I don't think we're going to get a lot of joy. 
what's the answer then, Libby? But I mean, how would you yeah, play it? Because yeah. uh, uh, yeah. are then middle three enough to break down I, teams? It, I don't. It hasn't been so far. There's there's been a few examples where we've just failed to do that. We we can get a lot of possession, but you know, there's been countless games where we've had zero shots at goal or one shot at goal. Uh, again, there's lots of factors to take, bring into account. For example, Carlisle's form. I think Dees has mentioned that they're on a really poor run of form at the moment. Ours has dipped a little bit, but we're still up there. But um, and I'm kind of contradicting myself here a little bit. I think taking into account Kyle's kind of defensive lineup, I think I'd be tempted to go with that kind of diamond shape um, setup to to see how we uh, tackle that kind of defensive setup really. And and in that diamond, would you be be starting your your Clayton, Gilead, Smallwood, and I would, Walker? Yes, um, I think they've been solid. I think they've been consistent. I do like Clayton. Um, I think it brings that steadiness. It sits just in front of the back four, um, and I think it's a joy to watch. If I'm if I'm honest, um, at times the composure he has on the ball, the way he can walk past players without using a lot of pace. Um, and, the, and he did it a couple of times uh, against Leighton Orange. Just had the ball at his feet, just kind of turns, shimmies, and finds himself in a little bit of space and just lays it off. Does the simple things really, really well. It was at the Barrow game, admittedly, he got caught in possession, lost the ball, they scored. So he's not, you know, he's not perfect. He does make mistakes. Um, the Leighton Orient game, he got subbed just after he got booked, didn't he? And he'd had that wild lunge at the Orient players yep. breaking through the middle. And that was his second attempt at doing that. Um, it yep. reminds me of Levi Sutton. Um, I mean, I love Levi, but every time he lost the ball, classic Levi Sutton booking would be a loose possession somewhere in the halfway line and just hack somebody down to, to stop them um, making that quick break. And that's what Clayton tried. And I think that's what Dees was yep. referring to when, when Clayton got off the pitch. The late yeah. management were having a go because it, it was a bit of a reckless challenge, and rightfully, in my opinion, got booked for it. Yeah, but that's an intelligent challenge, and you, and you want players to. I mean, oh, you do absolutely. As an, as an opposing, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As as an opposing fan, there's nothing more infuriating when when um, an opposite player does that. But it's it's so, so intelligent because it's not red card worthy. Yeah, yeah. But it, it would potentially stop a goal scoring opportunity, and because it were a bit late in the match, it, it would perfect what he did but like you say I guess that he did two of them and he's got that's because of his legs and that's one of the worries yeah. in it when we're on the turn that's where his weakness comes in in it and that's that's the, the kind of worry in his game but apart from that he's been absolutely brilliant and he's signing yeah I, I think we've missed him um but having said that um you know my, again my own I've got you know I'm going from pillar to post with this one I've got so many different views and opinions on it um which lineup do we play? Who we playing? What setup do they play in? But fundamentally, um, I just caught the beginning of the of that kind of discussion, and I think it was um, Jack, was it, that made the point that y- you've yep. got to go into a game and you've got to puff your chest out, roll your sleeves up, and throw the gauntlet down. I think, and you've got to go for it in this instance. Um, our away record at Carlisle shocking recent recent away record, um, so I think we've really got to do something at home um, in this particular fixture. 
I think we've, yeah, we've I got agree. to take something to Carlisle to defend um, and put the onus on them. And I think our away form, generally speaking, over, over the season has been pretty good. Right? You know, yeah. Um, home form's let us down. But I think in this instance, forget the previous 46 games, they've gone now. And we've got to look at this as a two-legged affair uh, and tackle it strategically as that. Get something from home game yeah. and, um, you know, take something to Carlisle. Are you um? Are you sound washing machine? It, it is running. I thought we were losing my head. I thought, Matt, is my Brit? Is my headset going funny? But yeah, I thought you must be so sat on it. It's not so far away. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll move away. But that, but essentially, that that's what I wanted to say. So, no, your points were perfect. But towards the end, I'm getting a bit distracted. I'm thinking. Is he on it? Is that on last cycle or what? Like, what's going on here? But no, mate. Yeah, we've just we've just come back from a few days away, um, so I thought I've got to put the washing in there. That's it. Yeah, get get that shirt washed for tomorrow, yeah, get mate. Get the shirt done. Love it. No, Labib, what you were saying there, I, I agree with it. And I think Clayton really does steady the ship and he's just that calming presence in it. And it's it's hard to drop him at, at such a vital game. But I, I do want us to be a little bit more attacking. And for me, that's taking one of those midfielders out. Um, and it's hard to take anybody else out of that jigsaw. In, in your opinion, if, if we go with that four two three one, who who plays in place on that left in place of Chapman? I'd go Sadibi. Not because I feel like he's the most brilliant choice but he's probably the best that we've got or I mean Pereira just take him out of the question like you mentioned because it's not going to happen but I think he's the obvious choice or would you put Gilly on Gilly on the left possibly as a winger because he's done it he's done it before but he's, he's disappointed a little bit as a winger anyone he's played for us before Gilly so that's a risk in itself as well so I don't so, know the, I think Osadib is the obvious one there is that argument that you know at the end of the day these lads are professional footballers they should really be able to play in any system, in any kind of formation, right? Yeah. Um, yep. They the should have that adaptability. So whilst Gilly can play in that position, and I think we've mentioned this in the last time we spoke, fundamentally, I think where he plays at the moment is his best position. Um, and you, yeah. and would you change that when he's played no, so I well? I, Probably I not. I would, I would give him that. Um, it's his comfort zone, if you like. Um, in in that kind of defensive midfielder role, and I would keep him in there. I wouldn't put him on. Appreciate it, mate. No, I agree with you. And uh, your washing machine's back yeah, with full yeah. force. But it's, it's, it's totally fine. Uh, but every time you stop speaking, it's like yeah. in the background. It's really funny to listen to. Labib, okay. still, mate. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sort of finish up on on this point about the lineup. Um, just to see if Bowers or Owen have got anything to add. Owen, you come in first, mate. Cause you've had your hand up for ages. Um, it were what point were it on now? I was on on Derbyshire again. Um, really saying, I think he has made a bit of an impact. You know that game against Grimsby, if you remember where he came on. Yep. I think it was down to Derbyshire that we won that he came on and changed the game. Yeah, because he got the assist, didn't he? Yeah, and it just, just his all round play really. Like, he was making things happen. It like showing his intelligence and that. But um, could you so. could you not? Could you not pick out? I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but could you not pick out maybe three or four games that we've won because of Jamie Walker? Um, yeah, probably Stevenage away. Yep. Um, J- Gillingham away, it, they couldn't handle him. I don't know if you remember that game. You were absolutely. I, I, I only watched that on I thought Smallwood when I matched that game. Actually, I remember watching that. Yeah, 
uh, but yeah. they couldn't. They, they were panicking. They were backing and backing off uh, Walker yeah. that game. Well, uh, oh, games. I, I mean, anyway, crew of a week where he scored, but there were a big, big moment in game first half where he picked up the ball like near edge of their box and he like ran away from the goal. I don't know if you remember that, but I was like, "What? Well, what is going on there?" Right, Bowers is laughing at you, so I'm going to bring him in and he can um, join the conversation on this and he can join the debate on Walker. Oh, it's not the fact I'm laughing at you, lads. Do I just want to know what drugs you're on like, to say that it shouldn't be starting, lad? No, it's just because I'm not up his ass. I mean, I, I, I don't mean, I can I'm, I'm game, not up. It, it is a great, I mean, we all watched the game, lad, but to say that he doesn't deserve a start over what's Darvish have done this season apart from scoring a goal? I just listed what Darvish has done. Came on against Greenwich. Is, 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 is that an assist? Well, he scored as well. Is that it? He scored against Stevens. Is that it? Is that it? So, if you want to be up his arse, Walker's had more bookings and goal contributions this season. Because who else Who else runs about like an endless chicken in the middle of the park and presses everyone in five seconds? You just said endless chicken, so he can't be great. He is great. We all know he's great. He's one of the best players in the team. I get why people call him overrated and that because of his goal and all that stuff. But like what <laughs> to say the fact you want to drop him over Derbyshire is I just don't get that. Well, it's a game of opinions and I just think that we'd Yeah, nah, and, I, and you're entitled to that. Like I was gonna say I'd start free at back me on tomorrow. I'd start free at back and I'd go for them. Because they they always play free at back and they always overload overloaders on side with win backs to play. And they always do it at that side. So well, but what they're doing, they're, they're I, I, I get, I get, I get your point. Up. Yeah, I get, I get your point, and yeah, fair enough. That like, I'd, I'd probably, I probably, I probably, you know, I don't even know. Like start Allardy on wing back, and sit Banks on left, and Walker, and then maybe Derbyshire, maybe Derbyshire up top. We cook, but I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't cook, I won't cook, I won't. Yeah, I mean that's what you, that's what you asked for, isn't it? At home. You want two strikers and, yeah. and you want to attack them, which is yeah, fair enough. I get your point, but uh, you can't drop Walker. Like 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 Adam says, he's like the most creative player in the team. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? I thought I'd let you boys have the stage there, but I'll let one out a little bit because I think it's two completely different points. And I guess I'm probably agreeing more with yourself, Bowers, because I I see what he does. He's just he's our best player. He really is Walker, and I just can't see. <laughs> Uh, anybody sees differently, but that's like say everybody's got opinions, and that's how it is. Yeah, nah, you know he's I mean? entitled to it. I mean, fair enough. I get, I get why people say he's overrated because I expected him to score more goals this season. But with the pressing and stuff he does, he makes up for it. Yeah, he makes up he does, it so it, much. Do you mind? Sorry, do you mind if I just say a word? Yeah, Jack, okay. go on, come in, mate. Yeah, afternoon, everyone. I just want to say, Bowers, I agree with you. I think if Walker wasn't in the attacking line, I just don't think right now we'd have any real like creator like Banks as great as he is he doesn't really create as much as Walker does and I think now Chapman's out of the team I can't really see a real source of creation that's not Walker or Cook so Walker needs to be with Cook for him to for Cook to thrive I think go on go on on. alright no I'm going to say yo go on you go you go go no no I'm going to say have you ever thought about Walker playing up front with Cook yeah, like besides definitely. cook up front, I, I've always yeah. been thinking that it can do it, can't it? Yeah, I reckon if I reckon, you know, Labib earlier mentioned four ones like a diamond. Yeah. Is, um, without with Nevers and Issa, neither of them, I don't think, 
We don't want them starting the playoffs. They're both pish. They're, they're both fucking <laughs> wanker, aren't we, they? We can't it. have we can't have a weak a weak player on our side. And I reckon I want to see more of Osadebe. I think when he's come on, I think he's looked really good. He kind of reminds me. I don't know if it sounds weird, but Pogba because he's got long legs, and I just think he looks like he's got a. I don't know. He's got some sort of like flair. He's got like an aura about him. Topley's not got the uh, the attitude of Pogba, crikey. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't. He's, he's, he looks like a really nice guy. But I reckon if we tried maybe Cook with Walker, maybe just like similar to the um, Wells and Hanson, like, you know, a tall striker and then a small, small one playing off him. I reckon, I don't think we've tried that yet. I think that could really work. And then I want to see but it off to, yeah. to throw it back at you, Jack, um, who's going to be that creative midfielder if uh, Walker goes up top? I don't. I, I think uh, Osadebe might have it in him. I don't know. I, I've we haven't seen anywhere near enough of him. He started obviously one game, and he played six minutes in it. I don't think he's had enough time. Obviously, it's a big gamble to put him in, and then if he doesn't yeah. create, create anything, then that's that could be our playoffs down the drain. But where do you put Banks though? If you drop, uh, well, who do you drop for Osadebe? Uh, that's Banks. a very good point. I did not actually think about Banks. That's what I mean. You get this is, for yeah, me. This is I know you haven't been. It cracking these last three games Banks but he's still Scott Banks at the end of the day for me yeah you well, can't if I, if can't I drop was, Banks if I was to if I was Hughes the team I'd play I'd play 43 one mm. I'd, I'd drop Clayton not anything against him I just don't think we create as much in a, a diamond like Bowers have... can, can you mute for us for a second mate it sounds like you're sat in a, a bird no, sanctuary I'm in, I'm in the garden mate no worries <laughs> no, I can't hear what we're saying <laughs> Cheers, when, we had, when we had a diamond and we had a Smallwood, he was playing, I think it was centre mid, you know, uh, Smallwood, Gilly and uh, Clayton. But Smallwood, because we only had, what was it, Cook, I can't remember the other striker, and Walker, or it might have been Chapman. Smallwood was almost playing as a left midfielder when we had yep. to put up the pitch. And it just doesn't work, I didn't think. I think that was when we also went on a bit of a naff run. It wasn't terrible, but, you know, we don't want to be naff. We want to be like unbeatable in the playoffs obviously that's why you're playing them so I think I'd have Osadebe uh, Walker and Banks and then Cook up top yep. with uh, Gilead and Smallwood in the field and like I said nothing against Clayton I think he's a he's a good player I just think Gilead and Smallwood in midfield when they're on their day I think they are very very good and they haven't had an amazing season but towards the back end of it I think they've started to create a bit of a partnership and find their form in the defensive midfield and yep. yeah, with Osadebi, I think he needs, he's not had oh, tons of minutes, obviously. And I think when I've seen him come on, I just think he, if he had more time, I do think he could be a really good player. And that if he obviously didn't get his horrible injury, I think he would have actually been a very, very good like asset to the team. One of our best players. I think we'd have seen him more this season, Jack, that's for sure. And yeah, definitely, definitely, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, mate, you can come on again because you agree with me. So that's, I'm on a kid here. But no, <laughs> yes. what, what, you, what you were saying mirrors my my views really on lineup. And I feel like yeah. it's just, it gives you that, you've got to go for it a little bit home. And then for yeah. me, away like Clayton's back in. It's as simple as that. You know, you want yeah. to be a little bit more defensive and solid. Yeah. Switch switch it back to that. That's what I would do. But again, this is what it's all about. Uh, Dee's had his hand up first. What we're going to do, gents, I'll just quickly, we'll finish off on this particular subject. And I want to just talk about a couple of last points. But Dee's, I'll let you come in and then Owen after that as well. Um, a, a couple of things, Adam. First thing is, uh, which I thought was glossed over, that you said that Walker's our best player. Yep. Do you stand by that? Absolutely. Do you really? Over Lewis? He's our, he's our most talented player. 
absolutely. Footballer, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis is our best goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So he's an outfield player. All right. It's, um, I, I, honestly, I genuinely feel like everything positive generally comes from him. Yeah, I agree. I, I, no, I agree. To be I honest. Thought was, I thought it was an interesting an interesting point you made. Um, yeah. You're going to get me picked on now, aren't you, Dees? No, I'm not, no, I'm not <laughs> mate. And, 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 the, and, the other, and the other the other point I wanted to make, um, just slightly changing the subject, is um, I don't know if anyone's aware that the day, if we go up, is the day that the Dirty Leeds could come down as anybody. I mean, if there is a God, um, please, please show us it on that day. <laughs> but, I, I wonder... Let's not get, let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's a du- double. There's a double there for any uh, any betting men uh, or betting women out there. There might be a nice little uh, Bradford Leeds double, uh, but yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Would the yeah, stars well, align for us? Let's hope. Let's hope, mate. Well, let's get Bath Carlisle first. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Let's not tempt any fate. But no, it's I do I do on the on the Walker point. Um, I'd, if anybody wants to come on here and, and argue the toss, please do. Uh, but I, I feel like he is our most gifted footballer, and I, I guess Banks. I guess you could say Banks technically, uh, but he's got to do a little bit more. Um, but I feel like if you want somebody that's, I don't know, maybe a game changer. I would I would say Walker, and he's got his hand up. Yeah, do do you not? Everyone's saying we need to go for it, right? Do you not think that we need that stability, really, and we need to get through it and have something to play for? We don't no, want to leave ourselves. To, do you not think we might leave ourselves a bit too open and give ourselves too much to do at Carlisle? Do you know what? I know what you're like in your personality, and you're a panicker. <laughs> you are. Your your arse, Andy, falls out at every opportunity. So that's why you're saying that. Do you know what, though? I imagine that there'll be a lot of City fans that uh, agree with that and it's just from supporting this club for a certain amount of time. But I just can't see why at home you would not go for the throat of a team that you're going to struggle to beat away. You've got to try and build up a bit of um, advantage, two, three goal if we can. Two, three goals probably a bit extreme, but going up to the Kylo with a two goal advantage would be massive and you're not going to get that by starting defensively. If we go for a draw... You know, and we get we draw at home t- tomorrow. It's going to be a massive task. You need to go and win the game. That's my response. Yeah. To that. um, Jack, you've got your hand up on this particular point, and then Owen, I'll come back to you in a second, mate. But Jack, yeah, um, I just want to say I completely agree. I think if we play the diamond and go for a, it's not defensive, but it's just a bit more defensive than that four-two-three-one. Uh, I think we'll be lucky to come out of that first game with a win. And like we just don't create anywhere near as much as we do with the the four two three one. I think in terms of if we need to protect the lead or if we're holding out, um, you know, trying to see the game through, then that's when we switch and bring on Clayton, bring on the more defensive minded players compared to um, like uh, one of the attackers. I just think if we're playing at home, looking to get that front foot, trying to uh, you know. Get get the lead in the going into the second leg. We need to have four attackers and being in the forty-three-one. We can't play. We we need to take a gamble, and even if it's leaving spaces open, it's still a better option than having no creativity. Because in the diamond, we just didn't. Like I said earlier, Smallwood on the left. It just it wasn't nice to watch. It was so pedestrian at times, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, we, and, yeah. and and it's fine if you're setting up to to draw games, but to to go for a you, we need to win the game. There's no two yeah. ways about it. Um, and I feel like I I agree with you, which is yeah. which is great, isn't it? We agree. Uh, but yeah. Owen, Owen, I'll I'll come to you. I just want to just briefly mention before Owen comes on that I did say Jamie Walker's the best player, D's, but 
Banks is absolutely superb as well, and he's probably got the best future ahead of him out of anybody in our in our team. But Lewis Banks, I, I would say Banks. I think I think he's just raw talent, and he's just well, he's actually turning that into. He's got better, and as the season's gone along, he's got better and better, and I could see him easily playing in championship. So I'm going to say that our best technically gifted player is Banks, shortly just followed by Walker. So I'm changing my opinion, but yeah. Anyway, just so I don't get shit housed on the on Twitter days. Uh, Owen, go on, mate. Come in. Um, it, well, it's more of a question, really. Sorry, stop me Um, what the fuck were I gonna say? Um, I ain't gone for a shit, by the way. I can, don't know why you um, think I've gone for a shit. I am. Can Folds and Young play? I'm not saying they should. By the way, it's more of a question of can they. Uh, no, I think they're contracted yeah. to first to of June in it or something like that, so they definitely can't. Right, okay. I just wondered and then um on on the Walker point, do you not think Chapman's a better technical player? Nowhere near. You don't think Ch- really? No. No. Like I'm not on about as in, in a game, I'm on about pure like ability here. No what nowhere near. Oh, I think Chapman's so natural with ball. Chap- Chapman's a lovely player. I can't I can't argue on that. But he's just—he's not—he's not Jamie Walker for me. Mm. But uh, it, I, I guess, do you know what? Some people would agree with you there because he, he can, and I guess he's shown bursts of what he can do. But um, if you were to say to me, pick one of these for your team, and I guess you probably—I don't know what other people would think, but I'd pick Jamie Walker every time. Do you know what? I'm going to move on from debates about players because we'll yeah. just argue, toss what we all day. Yeah. But oh, and you stay on first of all, mate, because mm. I just want to speak about what you actually think the result will be. Um, Tomorrow, do you think oh, we'll win? I give us a predictions. brief. Just, just give us a little prediction. I know um, people tell me not to do this, but I don't care. You know what? I can I can see it maybe being nil nil or one nil either way. Wow, that's such a poor prediction. It, it's 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 your prediction, mate. I don't. I'm not saying I like it, but it's honest. But could, uh, could I could I maybe say though? I think we'll win away. Yeah. Which is really ripping up the uh, history books of not winning there for years. But I think that's what Hughes likes to do, though. You know, when we beat Harrogate this season and he put that thing on wall of all the past results against them, put like it changes today. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. I think something similar could, could happen. You know, we've got to stop the rot at some point up there. You know, you can't just keep losing. So, I mean, I hope you're right, mate. I just, it's just an interesting take um, when, when we've struggled up there. But the, the other thing I just want to briefly mention before we do finish off is about Hughes now. Oh, about Birmingham. I, yeah, so I, I'm going to go around results and I forgot about this particular point. So there's, for anybody who's not read this, there's um, there's been a bit of a, a link um, for Mark Hughes going to Birmingham because Birmingham have been bought out and the new chief executive worked with him at Man City when he were there as manager in 2008-9, something like that. So the link's there. Um, I don't know who the journalist is, if it's got any nads. Probably not. It's probably a lot of bollocks like they always are with these transfer rumour things. But do anybody think that that's got any legs? Or maybe not that, but do you think that it could well be poached from us after this season? If he gets us up out at doldrums after six years, do you feel like other teams might come in? Diesel, come to you, should you get your hand up? I, um, can you hear me all right? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit fuzzy, mate. But we can hear you. It's all right. I, I think it's nonsense. You know, Newsy in his own right has taken three and a half years out of the game and come back to the job that he wanted. 
by way of long-term challenge. This isn't a smash and grab one season wonder, or, well, season and a half technically, but um, I don't think he, I don't think he'd go. I think he sees us as a championship club, and he'll stay and fulfil the job. Unless you know, obviously, he has a disaster next season or whatever. But but I think the club will stand by him. This is a unique opportunity with Hughes. His name, his profile, the club's name, the club's profile. It's a match made in heaven. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna throw that in the bin to go to the Blues. I just don't see it. Thank you, mate. I hope you're right. <laughs> Thank All you, because right, I'm hoping you're right. <laughs> Please be right. Um, anybody got any other thoughts on that? Um, Labib, uh, Jack, Jack, hand up. Yeah, no chance. He's not going. No, he's That's not. That's it. Bottom yeah, line, like, not happening. Like, just don't. Like he knew what he was getting into when he goes to Bradford. Like he would have had offers for Championship, League One, maybe even Premier League clubs. Like I, I just don't see it happening. And like he knows that it's a long-term thing. He knows that we're not a League One club and that we're we're not looking for survival. He knows that we're looking to get back to the Championship. He knows. Yeah, he's no, he's not. No, it's, it's like that, I'm just scared. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah bit, of, bit of panic like no it's not yeah. gonna happen just de- denial in total denial jack yeah. uh, but i hope you're right and I, and I feel like he is he's sort of bought into this project and i feel yeah. like i can see that with what he says in interviews and stuff and yeah it's a nice little retirement job for a minute get us to premier league and off yeah. we can pop to golf course eh? yeah i hope i'm not i know i don't think i'm not i'm not being naive i, I just i can't see it happening like yeah I, like you said. I must say that I do think that Labib, I'm going to come to you, I've seen you unmuted, but I do feel like clubs will be in for him because they'll be stupid not to, um, yeah. to be fair. I feel like is if he takes us up, uh, there will be people knocking on Nant Dawn and trying to take him away. Labib, what, what are your thoughts, mate? I, th- I think it's exactly what you've just said. I think, um, to be blunt, um, he's not done anything yet. Um, he's been out of the game three and a half, four years. If he takes us up, then I think it's an accomplishment he can put on his CV, and that's when I think others might start to take notice. But at the moment, um, as I said, we've we've not achieved anything yet apart from making the top seven. Totally agree. I think that's that's absolutely fair fair comment. Um, anybody else that's on the call want to add anything on that about Mark Hughes potentially leaving? Just um, unmute and speak. Owen? I heard something about it. Yes, mate. Um, I can't... If he goes, I can't see him going to Birmingham of all clubs. I could see him maybe going to... I know this is a bit stereotypical, but one of maybe Swansea or Cardiff, because at Welsh Connection, he might want to move closer to home. Wrexham? Yeah, and, he, and I think he's... All, you mentioned Wrexham. I think he's always had a bit of a thing for Wrexham. Isn't he a Wrexham fan? Is he? I'm sure he, I'm sure he's, he's ever a fan or he said it was his favourite ground to play at. I've definitely heard oh, it. It was his favourite ground. There, there. It's, right. it, it was his favourite ground. I know exactly what you mean. He said it was, didn't he score a goal there or something? Or it was something wasn't there that he said in an interview. Um, yeah, I, I did hear that. I think it I think it was a goal he scored or something like that. But anyway, carry yeah, on. Somewhat on them lines. But I think it, it might sound a bit weird, but. I feel like Hughes is not the manager clubs really go for anymore. I feel like a lot of clubs now, especially in the championship, they kind of go for this new model of like young, up-and-coming coaches from under-21 teams, if you know what I mean. Okay. That's kind of the model. What it looks like in Hughes is seen a bit of a dinosaur name. But obviously, he's a god to us and that, and I wouldn't change him for anyone. But What about, I, Sam, what about Sam Allardyce? <laughs> well, talking uh, of dinosaurs, eh? is that a panic though? Probably. 
I just just on that, I think what's a, what's a, I only see the threat. He's settled. He's settled where he lives, um, and they go down as in leaves, and they look for a manager next season. If we go up, I agree with Levy, but he's not done up yet. And I got a pal who was a Southampton fan who didn't like what Hughes did at Southampton. Said it was very you know straight laced, wouldn't change, wouldn't adapt, and and some of that criticism and critique has been thrown at Hughes this season. So I agree, he's got he's got something to prove here, and and that is recognised by promotion into into League One. But if they come down and we go up, that could that could be a tempestuous link, which would I'd cancel all Christmas and leave the country if that happens, because uh, I wouldn't be a very happy man. But you can see that you can see him going there because he's settled in the area. It's not it's not a big move for him, is it? In terms of his family. Right. Well, you sh- well you show up. You're panicking me. <laughs> yeah, I Don't... thought that burst your bubble, mate. That, that's the worst possible link, in it? You know, and when they go that way, there's just no, no worse you could do. You know, I have a thing with my, my with my old tongue, mate. I have a thing with these things. So, uh, yeah, leave that one there. <laughs> Fingers crossed you're absolutely wrong there. But no, I can, I can see, I can see, I can see the link. I can see the link. Labib, um, have you got anything else to add, mate? I've, I've got something very, very important to announce. Are you pregnant? No, I am oh. just unpacking a delivery I've received literally minutes ago from the City event. Oh, wow. What have you got? And I think it's my Harry Lewis of the chicken's mug. Tell me it's not broken. We had one that got delivered that were broken the other day, so <laughs> might be cutting you off. If I can get into the damn box, it's well packaged, I'll tell you that. Um, I hope you get picking up the sound effects while I'm talking. We can, we can hear it, mate. It sounds like you're taking off a sticky plaster. Can we not go live on video? I wish. I don't think you can on here. Oh, it's, it's intact. It's all in one piece. What do you think? What are your first impressions? Fantastic. I'm going to go and make a brew right now. Good man. Make sure you make sure you swallow it first because they're at Dex House and I don't know what it does with them. So I'll just ah, make sure you give it a. That's fabulous. They're good, aren't they? They are pretty good, them mugs. I've got to say. Very, very nice. Thank you very much. No, it's a pleasure, mate. Are you, did you order a bucket out? I think you were threatening it. Uh, I've, I've, I've still paused over buy now button. Yeah. Um, right. I think, the, I think the blue one, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess, do you know what? I mean, obviously, this isn't a, a ploy or like one of those sort of speeches to say buy our stuff, but, you know, the, the, their mats are going to be brilliant. Um, I'm hoping that they'll come. I think the black ones might come in time for the Carlisle away game, possibly. Uh, the blue ones, probably not. Um, I think they, hopefully, if we get any further, they might be here. Um, but we've only got about 10 of each left. So thank you, everybody who's uh, bought them. Um, it's been brilliant. I can't quite believe it. I think we've sold about 80 or something, Andy. Is that about right? Yeah, it's not, it's not far off. It's not far yeah. off that, I don't think. We, they're, they're going quick. Yeah, they're going, they're going really quick. And obviously to you, mate, well done for, for designing them. You do a, mass, a massively good job. So really appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs> I thought you were going to cry there with that pause. Um, but yeah, for, for anybody else interested in any Bradford City stuff, there's all sorts of weird and wonderful things on that. Um, it's the cityevent.co.uk. There's flat car flags. There's other flags. There's beach towels. There's there's mugs, as Labib's seen. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, I think the delivery, actually. Um, is it is it tomorrow night that deck goes, Andy? Is it tonight that we can, is that final orders? You know more than me, if you're still there. Are you checking? You probably uh, checking. Yeah, it's um, it's so everything's going off sale because debt goes away tomorrow. So everything's going off sale tomorrow. 
Um, so for flags and towels, that, that is. Everything else um, should stay on because we won't receive the stock till after he's back anyway. Um, but, yeah, so tomorrow for your flags and towels, um, everything's off sale from 5 o'clock. Um, but I think we, we should be getting the delivery of um, flags and towels while he's away. I think you are having to pick them up, aren't you? Yeah. Do you know what? We're going to stop speaking about it now because it's going to turn into a conversation that we need to have separately. But um, yeah, I think what he said to me is if you do order a flag and you kind of want it for the Carlisle away game, it probably will come in time. So if you do want to order one, feel free to do that. But again, this isn't a sales ploy. It's just because Labie brought up, I thought I'd, I'd mention it. Um, I'll talking of flags, uh, the big Legends flag is out in the COP tomorrow. They'll be in the lower COP. Um, there are there has been some issues because we store it in the Midland Road uh, in an office in there, and obviously because that's going to be occupied by away fans, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. But we are managing to get at least the Legends flag out. Um, so hopefully we'll have the other one fixed um, for any other f- further games this season. I don't want to tempt fate by saying it, but any other games that we may play, we'll try and get the ball out. And I'd just like to thank everybody for getting involved with all this stuff this season. It's been brilliant. Um, I personally have felt much closer to the club this season. It's felt like fans have been on board with everything that we've been doing. Um, so thank you very much. Um, other than that, uh, just to sort of, I don't know, round this up is how do we feel are we going to do... Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to start by saying I feel like, you, you know what's coming here. Um, I feel like we're probably going to win. I think we're going to do them 3-1. I feel like they'll probably get a goal, um, but I feel like we're probably going to go for it and it'll be 3-1. Labie, what are your thoughts, mate? We'll go around the room. Yeah, yeah. Peterborough's result last night gives you a lot of optimism, doesn't it? But um, yeah, 2-0. 2-0. Take it. We'll take it. Uh, Andy? I'm, I'm going 1-0. It's going to be a tight affair. Nice one. Oh, and we've already had yours, mate. Not coming back to you because it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack? Uh, uh, either 2-0 or 1-0. I think if we win 2-0, we'll go to Wembley. I think if we draw 1-0, we won't. Nice one. Uh, <laughs> Not very positive. But... <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking your first answer, 2-0. 2-0, um, yes, 2-0. Love it. Uh, Bowers? 3-0 uh, 3-0 Walker hat trick <laughs> this guy this guy yeah love uh, it love, nah, love I'm it, joking 3-0 I'm not half two scores but yeah I've got a 3-0 <laughs> if it were a, a Walker hat trick now though you'll like get your money on um, Dees um, I'm going 3-0 as well actually on aggregate um, so I don't know how that's going to be made up so I'll throw that one out there my son who's in the car with me Charlie has said 1-0 us tomorrow night so uh, who, do you, who do you think is going to score Charlie Who's going to score, oh, Charlie? Um, cookie. Cookie all day. Yay. We'll take it. How, how can he not? How can he not? Can't miss, can he? Cheers, Charlie. Appreciate that, mate. Um, and last of all, we've got Ivo, if you're still there, mate. I'm here. I'm going to 2-0. Uh, yep. Cook and Banks. Cook and Banks. Love it, mate. I hope you're right. And I guess the last thing to say is that we're going to fucking win, guys. Regardless. Sorry, Charlie. I forgot you were there for a second. We're going to chuff him win. I mean... Um, we're going to win whatever score it's going to be get behind them 20,000 of us there tomorrow like we did against Orient if we do go behind or whatever get behind them again push them on because they need us more than ever Um, so let's do it lads we're going to Wembley City's going up and that's it that's 
all I'm going to say. Um, we'll probably try to do another one of these, maybe, if we get any further. Rangers have scored against Celtic. If anyone's interested, 1-0, that's good for me. Uh, but yeah, if anybody wants to get involved in these again... Uh, we might. Too. Sorry to interrupt. No, you've ru- <laughs> oh, thanks for ruining my day again, Jack. <laughs> deal. I said you could come on again. I don't mean it. But no, thank you as always. Um, and up the fucking chickens. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.